all right, so look, some people are born with it, some people learn it. For others, man, you just kind of develop it somehow magically out of thin air, man, good for you, man. What does it take to get to the point where you can put yourself out there, take a chance, and really go for it in your creative work? Let's talk about that. Let's talk about what it takes to really be the best you can be and find that within yourself. Very deep emotional topics we talk about here. Let's go. Hey, welcome back. It's another episode of Sketch and Release, and my name is Robert. And uh, every episode, I'm going to draw something new, and we're going to talk about some different things going on with us and how we get through this creative process. Now, um, I don't do how-to stuff. I don't do, like, uh, I'm not going to teach you how to draw and talk about tools and software and stuff. Uh, you probably do all kinds of different things, so... I'm not going to pretend you do exactly what I do. So let's just talk in general sense. Let's talk about the things, the experiences, the, the places, the people, all those things that we've learned and, and been through that'll give us a better, clearer, creative mindset. How's that? That's good, right? Now, if you want to see what I'm drawing in this episode... You can always go to the Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Robert Cortez. I'll post this episode with the video so you can see the full drawing. You can see it in time lapse or in just uh, just watch it play out. Now, if you don't want to do that, if you've got other things you need to do, that's cool. Use this next half hour as you're listening. Draw something, make something, create something. Do whatever you want to do. Now, one thing I want to talk about real quick is... I'm changing the way I record these just a little bit more. Every every episode of these, I try and do something a little different, make it a little better, make it a little more interesting for me. And one of the things I'm doing with this episode is I'm trying this standing up, which is a little weird, but I feel like it lets me be a little more, a little more active, a little more, uh, maybe a little more lively. And hopefully that comes across in the recording. But um, this is a a, a topic that. Um, I think for a lot of us, or at least a lot of creative people I've met, it factors in in some way or another, and usually it it takes a while. It's a hurdle for a lot of people. Now, some people it's not. Some people are just, you know, like I said, some people are just born with this. But others, they really have to work at it. They really have to, sometimes they struggle with it. And that's just finding confidence. You know, a lot of that comes maybe from how we grew up, and people we were around when we were young and coming up in the world. But when it gets into your creative work and you're on your creative career path, you know, confidence can be a real problem only because sometimes you, you've got to use it. You've got to exercise it to get ahead or to get an advantage or get a leg up on, on whatever the situation might be. So when you look at in those terms, confidence and, and having confidence in yourself and in your work, in your life, that that's a lot. And if you're not just naturally kind of uh, born with that or, or gifted with that, let's say, you know, you it can be hard. And so, you know, this is something I, me, like everybody else, I struggle with this too. And over time, you know, all these years of my life and my career, I've I think I've found like a pretty comfortable place with it. It's not always easy, but uh, it's certainly easier than it used to be. And, you know, as I look back and I think about how I got to this point, 
Sometimes it's more a matter of just understanding how that happened, how that process played itself out. Because I see younger people now, people, or put it this way, people that are younger than me, and I see them struggle with it and not really understand it, and they're trying to figure it out. And sometimes I say, well, let me, let me walk you through how it happened for me. Maybe this will work for you, maybe not, but here's an example at least. And so if I, if I take it back to earlier in my life, earlier in my career, a big thing was understanding and acknowledging who you are. Just everything about you, understanding it, like really understanding it. Not just who you are in the moment, but who you grew up as, who you grew up around, where you grew up. All of those things inform who you become as a person. And there are some of us, and, and I was probably that way at some point, where I either just didn't want to accept that or, or at least acknowledge it. And so I really fought, I ended up fighting against myself to really understand myself. And so acknowledging who you are and being okay with that. And that means your weaknesses, your strengths, everything about yourself, the way you look, the way you behave, the way you talk, whatever. You laugh funny, hey, that's you. But you have to at least acknowledge it and become comfortable with it. And that's hard. I, it's, it really is hard for some people. Some of that is kind of self-inflicted, but sometimes it's, it's, it's put upon you by others or by the surroundings, your circumstances. And so sometimes you have to remove yourself from that. Sometimes you have to find a way into another phase of your life where you're not in a certain environment or you're not around certain people. And sometimes man, that's family, sometimes that's close friends. But, you know, if they're not helping you along the way, or if the situation, the environment's not helping you be comfortable with yourself, it's, it's something that I think everybody has to struggle with of how do I find something new or how do I kind of rise above it? How do I just find a different path? But the big thing is you just have to acknowledge who you are at first. At least accept that. And maybe there are things you'll find, oh, well, you know, I do want to be better at this, or I do want to change this about myself. And, and you can work on that. That's possible. But at the base, at the core of who you are, there are some things you probably will never change. And you just, you just have to be comfortable with it. But then it's also how you respond to the world around you. And especially when it comes to your creative work, or just any work in general, and, you know, even just daily life, just everyday life is we're all going to mess up. We're all going to do something stupid, make a poor decision. We're all going to do something great. We're all going to have moments of triumph and success and victory and all of those things. We're going to make good decisions. We're going to make bad decisions. And when those things happen whatever the circumstances that lead to that, well, you know, sometimes you can't help that. But the consequences, the things that come after that, you have to be able to be comfortable with that too. And if you make a mistake, if you screw something up, you have to be able to own it. You have to be able to live with it. 
And that's hard. I mean, it depends on how serious a mistake we're talking about, right? But if you can at least acknowledge that you did it, it was your choice, and whatever the fallout or the consequence might be, it's yours to accept. So owning your mistakes, that's a big one. You really got to, and you know, that even comes down to just general, like, stuff like in your workplace or with your colleagues or your, your team that you're with. You screw something up. You, you maybe say the wrong thing to somebody. Acknowledge it. Own it. Hey, man, I'm sorry I said that. Oh, you know, really, I really made a poor choice on that. Oh, you know, the numbers on that didn't come out the way I thought they were going to come out. Whatever it is. Own it. It's okay. It will be okay. And if it's not okay, then that most likely is possibly a reflection on whatever is around you, not necessarily you. If you acknowledge it, if you own it, if you deny it, if you push back, like, hey, it wasn't my fault. I don't know anything about that. It will come back to you. And maybe not in the way that's most obvious, but, you know, those things add up. So owning your mistakes is a big one. But now also on the flip side, you do something great. You do something positive. That praise that comes your way, the success that comes your way, you have to, you have to be able to accept it. Take the compliment. Because those are the things that kind of feed you, feed you that, that confidence. Now owning a mistake, that kind of chips away at you, right? Because part of it is, well, hopefully you learn from the mistake. But you do have to take that little hit. You have to take the little nick of making the mistake and, and living with it. But when you do something great, you get that praise, you get that compliment. Take that little boost. Take that also, because that's what kind of brings you back up. That's what gives you that confidence to move forward, to move on, to do something bigger and better next time. And it also teaches you like, oh, these are good practices to have, or this was a good technique or whatever it is. So accept the praise. Take the compliment. A lot of people can't do that. And it's surprising sometimes which people those are. A simple thank you. They don't know how to, they don't know how to respond. And even for me, I've done it. Somebody tells me, oh, that's pretty great work. I, I don't know. That was just amazing how you did that. And sometimes, because I see the opposite side of it, I see maybe how easy it was. It wasn't like a challenge. Or I was able to do it much faster than maybe someone was expecting. So it's not impressive to me. It's not remarkable to me. And so sometimes I don't understand what's so great about it. But I have to still be able to accept that someone else was pleased with it. And that's good for me. It's good for them, but it's good for me. So you have to be able to accept that praise. Own your mistakes, accept the praise. Those things will lead you to a little bit more confidence in your work, a little bit more confidence in your life. And just all, overall, it'll, it'll just give you that strength to do, to do better. And, you know, talking about working with other people, like sometimes it's hard when you have to collaborate and you don't really see eye to eye with others or you don't really, you're just not on the same page. You know, either creatively or even like philosophically or, or morally, you know, you just got a different 
gauge on what's a good decision or what's a good idea. And it's one thing to stand up for yourself and life, you know, stand your ground. You have to be able to stand, stand up for your ideas. Because that's the thing is that we're all creative. We've all got different ways of seeing the world and interpreting the world and putting that interpretation back into our work. And so that interpretation, that way of seeing the world, that, that perspective that we individually have, that's our own vision. And we have to believe in our vision because that's how we create. And maybe part of that is like, a, maybe part of that is like trusting your instincts, trusting your gut, you know, just going with what feels right. There's a lot of that, actually, I think, at least for me, that a lot of what I find works for any given job or any given um, project or client even is going with your instinct. If you feel like this is what this project needs, this particular approach or this idea or this technique, try it. Try that first. Most likely you might be right. And if you're not right, it, it should become obvious pretty quickly. But a lot of times, if you try and do something that somebody else wants, that's not your first instinct, you, you may end up fighting yourself the whole way. But you still, I, I think there's a, there's a big, there's something to be said for trusting your instinct, going with what feels right. You know, as you get further down the road, that gets refined. That sensibility really starts to refine itself and you find that uh, there's not as much guesswork. You know, if you're going from your gut, sometimes it's a little bit of a trial and error. Like, well, I think this would really be the way. Let me try it. Mm, no, didn't work. So let me try this iteration of it. Eh, still not it. All right, let me let me zig instead of, instead of zagging. That's still not working. And then you may find you have to backtrack and really start again. I mean, I, I think we've all had to do it. I've had to do it. But as you get further into your career, you work on more things, you work with more people, you start to see quickly or more easily that your instincts will serve you much better down the road. You know, sometimes your instincts can tell you that uh, what you're doing is the right thing. And, you know, not necessarily that... Uh, what someone else is contributing is the right thing also. So you have to, you have to temper that, you know, you, you want to be able to accept other ideas and supporting ideas or, or alternative ideas. And that goes to things we've talked about in other episodes, but when it comes to confidence, it's a balance. It, it, it's a balance of like standing up for yourself, standing up for your idea and believing in yourself, but also being able to acknowledge, well, I know I'm not wrong in this, but this person might be more right. Let's put it that way. Or this idea might be more suitable. Okay. So there's, there's levels to it, right? There's just levels to it. But still, having the confidence will get you further down that road versus uh, you put an idea on the table, like I want to try this. 
for whatever reason, it doesn't work or it gets shot down or it gets just, you know, just, it's just not panning out. Well, you just back away and say, okay, well, I just don't know what to do here. You tell me what to do. You know, there's, there's a level of, of confidence in yourself and your, your abilities and your ideas that should be able to push you past that first rejection or that first, uh, setback. So when it comes down to your work, working with others, believing in yourself, believing in practices and processes, you know, sometimes that is what can help guide you through a project or through your work, doing things a certain way or working with certain people. And believing in those things and having confidence in those things, you know, it's it's one thing to say, well, I have confidence myself. I, I know I'm, I'm it and I've got all the good ideas and I know how to do it. That's fine. But if you can't apply that to working with others or to working in a certain environment or certain types of projects, well, you just sound like, you know, you, you're all about yourself and that's all. So when you can apply that outwards, he can direct that type of energy, that type of hype to everything around you. That's even more confidence. And that builds people's confidence in you, right? It's, it's, it is kind of a two-way type of energy thing where you can give off confidence every day of your life. But if people just don't believe you, they don't trust you, they don't have any kind of a... They, they feel like they can't rely on you. Well, I mean... You're only doing half the work. So having that sort of strength and, and confidence in yourself, that's got to come from outside too. And it's got to come like unsolicited. You can't say, hey man, I want you to believe in me and expect people to believe in you or to follow you or to understand you even. It's like me doing this podcast. I, I'm, I'm glad if, if you're listening, I'm glad you're listening. All right. I appreciate you. If you understand what I'm saying, I appreciate you. If you believe in what I'm saying or you follow what I'm saying, well, I I can only hope that's happening, right? I want you to, but that doesn't mean it is happening. So, it's more than just believing in yourself. It's making sure others feel comfortable and feel confident in you. You know, I'll give you an example here. So my wife, she loves taking Zumba classes. You know, it's fun. You get to dance, you get to listen to music, you get to hang out with people. And it's just a good time from what I understand. And I've told her, you seem to be so into this. And she's told me over, you know, several times that some of her friends in these classes, the, the instructors actually, how they work and, and the level of preparedness and the level of uh, effort they have to put into it and, you know, that they can make a living off of it. And, uh, you know, I've, I've mentioned it. I'm like, well, why don't you do this? You seem so into it and so um, invested and, and just enthusiastic about it. Maybe this is a... Is a a viable option you know maybe this is something you can do i mean if it's something you would pay to do and probably something you would even do for free why wouldn't you do it 
and make money off of it instead. Make a living for yourself. And really, you know, talking about it, I think it comes down to a matter of confidence. It's one thing to be in the crowd, in the middle of everything, looking at a person on stage, looking at a person at the front of the room. It's a whole different thing to be the person on stage, be the person at the front of the room. That's a huge leap. What does it take to get from here to there? It takes confidence. There's a real mental hurdle there. How do I get from here to there? Even if you know everything that it takes to get there, you still have to do it. And the confidence in yourself and in your circumstances to make that leap, to make that change is huge. And sometimes you just have to build yourself to it. So my wife, I told her, and I've told, I've told her every time, you should try. You should think about it. Look into it to see what it takes. And, you know, take small steps towards it. You can take a leap. You can just, you know, haul off and do it. And maybe that's more of an impulsive thing. And, and you, you know, maybe you could get into... <laughs> You can get into some tough spots with that. My approach is generally a little more of, uh, I'm going to take one step, see what's up. Take another step, see what's up. Take another step. Okay, I'm, I'm getting better. I'm getting closer. Another step. I'm almost there. You know what I mean? You, you, you can walk your way to it, or you could run your way to it, or you could jump straight at it. However you do it, you should try it. That's following your guts, following your instinct. Something tells you, you've got to be there, not here. So get yourself there. Work your way towards it. Put yourself out there. Yeah, it's taking a chance. It's a little risky. Maybe you could fall down. Maybe you could, you know, look a fool. But that's all right. At least you tried. Just like me doing this podcast, I, you know, I've been wanting to do this something like this for years. And... A lot of it was me just kind of spinning my wheels like, well, what would it really be? What's the idea? How could I make this unique or different? How would I sound? How would I come across? What, you know, there's so many things to it. Now, I'm much more confident in other areas and other parts of my life and my career. But this is something that it really took me a lot to walk myself up to. And it wasn't even a walk. It was a crawl. It really took me a long time to get here. And now that I'm here, now I've been doing this, we've done all these episodes. I like it. I, I, I enjoy it. So I'm going to keep it going. So I know that the struggle with finding confidence in yourself and what you want to do and your ideas, it's hard. It's really hard. But it can be done. It really can be done, I think. Even to someone who is like totally determined to not do it, it can be done. Because sometimes you really want to do it. Sometimes you really know that's what you want to do, but you fight yourself for whatever reason. So stop fighting yourself. Get out of your way. Get out of your own way. Go for it. So let me ask you this. Let, let, let me throw this out your way now. How has that how has finding confidence in yourself or in your abilities, how has that made a difference in your creative work? 
whether it's over time or just in different types of work, how has finding confidence in what you do made a difference in your creative work? So how about you? What do you think? Tell me. Let's share. Let's talk about this. This is fun. I like this. When I post this episode, I'll post something on Facebook. I post something on Instagram. I don't post on Twitter because hmm, it's Twitter. Where you can find us? Facebook.com slash Robert Cortez art. Instagram.com slash Robert Cortez. That is me. That's this guy. Go there, leave a comment, let me know what you think. Hearts and likes are, are nice, but let's talk about this. I think it would be helpful. If not to you, maybe to me. If not to me, maybe to someone else. If you're a creative type, thank you for checking it out. If you know someone that's a creative type, also share this with them. Send them a link, send them a, 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 the, the thing or whatever. Do the things. Share the people, the things with the people that you know or even that you don't know. It's all good. All right. Let's move this on because I'm tired of standing. <laughs> if you're seeing this, if you're listening to this, first of all, go there. Go look up this episode. Post a comment there. Let me know what you think. Let's talk about it. If you're watching this, that means you're on Patreon. You're watching the video episode, and I appreciate you very much. Now, if you're not on Patreon, I don't got to say the rest. You know what to do. Patreon.com slash Robert Cortez. Go check it out, please. Thanks. Now, you can also find more episodes of Sketch and Release at sketchandrelease.com. You can subscribe. You can see older episodes. You can even see a few video episodes, the earlier ones. I put those on YouTube, so you can go there and watch those. And um, I don't know. I think that's it. I feel pretty confident in how this turned out. See what I did there? Yeah, great. Go. Thanks. Like and subscribe. All right. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out. Until next time, keep creating. <laughs>